T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Gresh and Fourier. And the Cleveland Cavaliers, for the third time this year... Survived the Celtics and beat them in overtime. You know, I was just talking to Blake, and I, we really need to win this game against Portland so we can leave Boston on a good note. Andy Gresh. The King is back. He's attacking guillotine. He's not under the chin. And God's head is not really in there. Certainly applying pressure, though, and keeping his head bent down makes it difficult to breathe. He's and making it, him carry his weight. Yes, that's important. He's putting pressure. Christian Fourier. All right, Fourier, top of the key is underway. His top of the key three is good. So he's already on the board for a 1,000. Now he's going to... What's he doing? He's doing like a fadeaway from the baseline. Hits ah. that one, too. Wait a minute. Now he's kind of dribbling it, around. Too almost, much dribbling. It's almost like he's putting on a show. <laughs> yeah. Now now he's exhausted. He missed the shot. He missed the bank shot. Now he's in the corner right in front of us. Look at his gas. 20 seconds in. He's he, had, he had two shots, and now he's going to fall over. Gresh and Fourier right now. If I'm standing in the grass, bang me. On WEEI. Big talk on how to stop the QB mall here during the, uh, the off-air shows. We just learned... From Nate Ebner, former patron, one of the co-owners of the New England Free Jacks, that it is called a rugby mall. Yeah. That is what the uh, Philadelphia Eagles engaged in a lot last year. Yeah, and what the NFL and some owners are trying to get rid of. They don't Correct. want you to be able to do that. They feel like it's almost cheating. So right now, the the rule it hasn't been altered at all. But like, so... Hey, how do you stop it? Hey, you're a rugby player. They're basically, the NFL is copying you. You play rugby. How would you stop it? Well, you stick as many big fat guys on the line of scrimmage as possible. Do they I, have to be ugly too? Usually, the, they call them the big uglies. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yes, it would help if you were grotesque. <laughs> if you looked like Shrek and Rocky yes. Dennis, yes. but had a 500-pound bench press, a 700-pound oh, squat, yeah. Yeah. and can hold off a wedge offensive line, yeah. you're in. Yeah. Basically, if you're a That is going to be a, an underlining storyline I think that's going to be fun to watch. The, the rules it's, it's, and it's, some it's, of the it's stuff. It's a copycat lead. Right? Oh, you mean our other's going to do it? Our other's going to do it. Well, and... come on. How many how many people like Nate Ebner are going to get phone calls from people around the NFL? Like, I, I almost wanted to jokingly ask him if Bubba Ventrone called him in terms of maybe how to stop that. Because I'm trying to remember. I know there have been some rugby guys in the league. But, like, this dude's an Olympian. You know? Like, he he was a rugby guy. Wouldn't, you, wouldn't that be the first person you would call? Normally, yeah. I would say, listen, okay. You guys train for this specifically. 
how do how do I stop these guys? I got big guys, they got big guys. Is it technique? Should my ass be higher up in the air? Should my head be lower? Should I I mean we're I don't I mean should I have somebody in back? I mean, what what should I do? Because I do think this is gonna continue. I mean, it's just going to continue because Philly is not going to be the only team that's going to be really good at well, it. Well, that's the thing. I, I think the NFL is going to clamp down on it. It's going to become, all right, we're not going to let this run amok. We're not going to let quarterback sneak be defined by that. Well, the only thing that I think, I think the league will keep it, but they will say, just like on a field goal, like what is it, a field goal block team, a PAT block team, mm-hmm. you would call it. They used to be, remember the old days, you could put somebody right over the center, and then some, there would be two guys right behind the guy that was over the center who was snapping the ball. I know it was and just you in college, push. but I was left guard. And yeah, I know exactly you were getting what destroyed. you're talking about. So then two guys, two guys would push, oh, sounds really weird, push the ass of the defensive tackle. Correct. Give him more force, more power, and then to try and like make, and then someone would follow behind. Like once the gate opened, that guy would jump over. You either try to jump over or get right up against the ass of that defensive tackle who then, was pushing and then jump. And then as jump, high right? Because you you're right. getting like an extra yard. Yep. Maybe you hit it. Okay. So now you can't line up over the center at all on PAT field goal. Right. So therefore, like there's really no, no blocks up the middle. If you get it, it's up the, over the edge or it's a really long and the angle's a little bit lower. But I think the only thing that they'll do based on that long winded like kind of like monologue I just had is they won't allow the backs and the tight ends to push the quarterback. That'll be the one change. I think uh I wonder if they do something in terms of lining up on those goal line plays because Philadelphia was just like, "All right, we're going to put a guy like literally right behind the quarterback." Yeah, I don't. Him. I think they'll say you can't touch him. Yeah, he's got to get be, it on his own. That's what it feels like. The sort of the market correction would be is get rid of the push. Yeah, I mean it's like going back to USC Notre Dame and what was that ninety nine or early yeah. de- the Bush push two thousand and right. four. Reggie four perfected that. Well, that was Charlie Weiss's first year. Oh. That's right. So that was later. That was like oh five. Poor guy, you missed you missed my half card. I did. I did. I did Reggie miss it. Bush. It's like the fourth It's like the fourth one I've missed today. I know. That's okay. You're not used to do. working with someone witty. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, Lou. Well Lou wasn't there Lou, yesterday. Uh, Glenn. You were stuck with Hart. Uh Tim Benz. Uh oh, Mego. No, Mego's funny. Why are you picking on Mego now? Uh, really? You want to? You lumped uh, every large person together as ugly. You're uh, listen, the one who's going to hey, get you. I did not. I did not coin the phrase. Trouble. I did not coin the phrase "big uglies." Um, who did? Oh, that, I, I don't do know. that. You were a big but ugly. That was well. That's, you took that pride in that. Offensive you? lineman. No, <laughs> no. I didn't take pride in any of that. No, good lord. No, yeah. Whirling around campus. It was more get out of the way. Get in line here, you little, oh. you little turd. Yeah. By the way, shots for a cure was yesterday. Went yep. off to a smashing success, and uh, lots of money was raised. Yep. Uh, the final being tabulated. We actually had a texture was like, "Hey, what was the final number?" Around thirty-one and change. Yeah, you're Something you're like that. you're totaling it. I once you're I, counting on your toes and fingers early. So I figured you're working. Well, on we 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 went over our goal, which was which is great. The fact is that was it there was just go. still it was just, that was it. It was happy you that went we over reached the goal. goal. I was the only thing I was really nervous about was yep. losing Wi-Fi, which happened. Which happened, okay. right? Losing Wi-Fi. Thank God, Lanny was here <laughs> to uh, lead the way. Oh yeah, I can only imagine what was going on over here because over there I was panicking like like crazy and uh, not reaching our limit, not reaching our goal. 
but you hit the goal. And we went past And it. the Wi-Fi is what it is. And the Wi-Fi came what back What are you going to do? Yeah. Listen, you right. can't have everything I you did, want. It's like uh, scheduling a, a, to be responsible, yeah. and instead of coming home on a red eye, you get a 210 in the afternoon yeah. on a Monday, and then it gets pushed out yeah. door. you got to take a red eye home anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually surprised. I thought that you would be in more of a bitch fest mode. Not gonna lie. No, I well, was. I was. I, I was got a little bit of it out it. because when? Uh, when? Who'd you take it out? Oh no! On? Oh, on Friday, if you saw my uh, or no, on Thursday, if you saw my uh, tweets, because the airline that we flew. So there's the whole like bag fee. Okay, fine. I think we've gotten used to that as air travelers. But there are four people traveling, right? Yeah. And normally they let you go up to 49 pounds per bag, right? Were you so taking out your kids, dirty underwear no. in the middle of bag oh, check? No, 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 no. Or you pay the $100 extra for it? I wish it was just $100. That's a part of the reason why I was pissed. I said to my wife, I'm like, look, we have one big bag. We can get all our stuff in it. Well, I can't. Oh, Jesus. All right. So her bag, and she had to, like, throw some things in there because my shoes didn't fit in a smaller one. That's the curse of that, wearing size 15s. <laughs> I, I, I had to throw a little bit of stuff in there. The thing was like seven and a half pounds over, okay? So I say to the lady, I'm like, ma'am, <laughs> this bag that this child is carrying, 20-year-old, is 23 pounds. I'm like, really? We can't just put the tag on it? And, you know, I'm leaving 26 pounds on the table here. I need seven. And look at these bags. Yeah. They're jam-packed. It, it, it should be as a No, group, sir, I'm sorry. It's $150. Yeah. Yeah. That is where my wife walked away. Okay, well, because you Because wanna... my reaction was in part, and she knew, a li- she knew that a lot of it was probably about her and that a freaking bag on a four-day trip won over 50 pounds. But also, like, after I made the case to the lady, she completely blew it off. And that's that's what got me. See, Didn't my even thing give is me like the courtesy. So, well, you know, we can't do that because blah blah blah. It was just them's against the rules, and we can do that. See, and here's that's the thing. So, if you have four people, let's say each person gets twenty five pounds. Yeah. If somebody uses twenty, well, then somebody else gets an extra five. They should work it as a group. I don't under yes, but and, but I will and tell it was you, seven pounds over, and and everybody's like, you guys ah, are taking out one more. No, there was no room in the other one. Like this black travel bag that I have, it's my carry-on bag for when I did games. I knew I could get suit, toiletry bag, exchange right, clothes to you, done there. Let me give you a, a luggage hack. Please. Okay. This is a tr- usually because the problem sometimes isn't the fact of all the stuff that you're bringing. The problem is the suitcase is way too much. So that eats up a bunch of your weight. Yeah. Okay. Duffel bags. They're flimsy. They're light. People can usually see in them, but it'll save you eight pounds. Easy. Eight pounds. Easy. You can put your size 18 shoe in there. You can put all your stuff in there. It's really funny because the bag that I, that was the one that my wife used, the bigger one, because we had like gift cards to some, I don't know, place that I got from a job that I had. Right. We go to like the Samsonite place. And one of the first things I did was how much does this bag weigh? Right. That's it. And it was like two and a half pounds. So I'm like, great. It's a nice big bag and it doesn't weigh a lot. Like meanwhile, my wife ended up getting like a hard case one that never gets used. It's just up in the attic sitting there. Like it was just a poor purchase to begin with or whatever. So I don't know. I, I definitely got frustrated at, at that. There's no question. 
I do have to fight with a certain airline today because they didn't rebook us or when they wanted to rebook us, it wouldn't have worked for me. So we went and got another flight to be able to get home. So I tried to make it to yesterday's show, which, of course, I didn't. And, uh, yeah, and I, you know, again, it ain't going to go well. I like I, I know I have a low bar and a high bar for what I'm going to try to get from the airline or whatever, but I have a funny feeling that not only might I be porked, I might just have to unplug all of my future flights that I booked on that one. It was so hideous yesterday. And you saw some of the video of people mm-hmm. that were like, it, it really is amazing if people have to sit on a plane on a runway for an hour, and then it turns into, you know, you've uh, you've handcuffed me to my seat. <laughs> I have no water. This is like jail. Like, people <laughs> automatically, it's right they, away. They lose their mind. They, they you, uh, it's, I'd rather be buried alive than stuck on this plane. I mean, <laughs> it, it really is crazy. And, and my beef was, I $35 bag fee. All right, fine. It's the way of the world now. To have like 150 bucks for going seven pounds over, and I've literally no... I almost took my shoes out and threw them across the thing. Like, that's how upset I was getting. I'd rather tie my... I was just like... Just dude, I'm telling you, you should have taken your shoes, tied them in a knot, and then throw them over your shoulder. Like, seriously. Yeah, like you're like some kid going to football practice. You don't want to lose your shoes, so you tie them around your neck. <laughs> Gary Richard Jacket in the uh, Twitch chat said they were not going to let you forward deploy with that mustache. I did not buzz the beard until i got to vegas in fact there are photos to show that because ken laird wanted a whole bunch of photos so i gave ken a bunch of man what he wants i gave him a bunch of you're such a good employee of the month sitting on the toilet uh (laughs) i did one that just said planes (laughs) another one that was just food stuff like that i was like okay fine you want pictures i give you pictures or whatever but anyway i got to tell the story of how uh i might end up in the movie roadhouse but not the good one with peter griffin this would apparently be the remake. Patrick so there's Swayze that. classic. And uh, we talked about Mac Jones and the quarterbacks. Could the quarterback situation in the AFC East actually get worse for the Patriots? And this is even with Mac Jones improving. There now is a different kind of doomsday scenario that the Patriots might have to deal with with the other teams in the AFC East. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fees 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 
Now, back to the guys. Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. So even though this was not attached to a fighter at UFC 285, what you're hearing right now, Enter Sandman, might be one of the greatest songs ever in the history of songs. I could hear John Anderson now, you know, well, Kendrick Lamar didn't sample it. That's when people go nuts. But this was the song that has been uh, chosen for the Roadhouse remake, Foyer, for... Jake Gyllenhaal, who is playing an NBA, uh, excuse me, an MMA fighter. So how about this, right? So the, the classic Patrick Swayze movie called Roadhouse. That's right. Starring, uh, it was basically where he was uh, John Dalton. I'll take your word for it. It was Dalton. I am, Dalton. It was, he had the steel toe. Uh, come on. Okay. I saw it one time, and it was a, lo- Dude, like, or end, a, a long time he ago. He the guy by grabbing in the throat and pulling his whole throat out. That is called grabbing someone by the goozle. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. There's an official. It. I oh, thought yeah. It was the Dalton. That is uh, when I make the uh, when I make the joke of the grabbing them by the goozle pipe. That's what that is. Oh, okay. There's so a photo you... of you and I. I grabbed oh, you by the goozle right. pipe once, and you okay. noted something very odd when I did it. I, Even though we were joking around. No, I think it was where I placed my thumbs, and you were like, oh, you've done this before. Oh, yeah, that's right. I wasn't getting out of it. Because I was... uh, You've done it before. Yeah, that's what I said. You've done it before. Yes, you did. And uh, no, but but, uh, so Friday, whenever you go to a UFC pay-per-view, it's on a Saturday, right? On Fridays, they have... Well, on Thursday, they have the real weigh-in. And then on Friday, they do like the ceremonial weigh-in. And normally, it's in T-Mobile Arena. This time it was in the MGM because the Vegas Golden Knights were playing hockey on Friday night out there. And we go over to MGM Garden Arena, and it's probably the lower bowl. They probably had two-thirds of the lower bowl that was available for people, and it was full. There were a lot of people there to see, like, John Jones and all that. and Just the weigh-in. It, it's not even the weigh-in. It's the ceremonial weigh-in where they've officially weighed in already, but they do have – they stand on the scale, they flex, they do the face-off – it's more ceremonial than anything else, but it was the first time people were going to get their to get to set their eyes on John Jones. So it was pretty full. Normally at the end of it, once it's done, yeah, main event. Here we go. Talk to each guy. Joe Rogan says, "All right, we'll see you tomorrow for UFC 285." Except on this one, he goes, "All right, we'll see you tomorrow." And uh, here's Conor Effin McGregor, and the place popped and went, "What?" Here comes Conor McGregor running up on stage, and there were. Some people that were almost like running off the stage and then some that were kind of like running on. So it took a minute to figure out that with all those people in the arena, they were going to film a scene for that Jake Gyllenhaal movie Roadhouse. And it was they that the background of it is said they do it UFC 222 because when we first got there. There was this big thing that was up that said UFC 222 on it. We we're like, wait, that's the wrong one. And then they walked in a bigger UFC 285 for the ceremonial weigh-ins. And then we noticed when Conor McGregor got on stage, they were hauling that thing off to get it back to UFC 222. And we're like, what the hell? A lot of confusion going so, on. But until Conor McGregor grabbed the microphone and he goes, yeah, listen, we're filming something for Roadhouse. Are you excited? And everybody's like, oh, everybody's going crazy. People are trying to run down towards the stage from where they were seeing to get pictures or whatever. 
And then they did what was essentially like a fighter intro. Here comes Jake Gyllenhaal. Comes walking in, takes his shirt off. Looks like a million bucks, by the way. And they filmed a scene like John Anik jumped in there. So anyway, they filmed. So all of us who went to this ceremonial weigh-in, it was like, hey, you're all going to be in the movie. Hoot and holler, and here we go. And bingo. And they did it, and people reacted. I was blown away. It was insane. My kids were, like, running down to the front, trying to get their mugs in there. And then we get to fight night. So it's UFC 285. Get to the arena at 2.30 in the afternoon. And that's a half hour earlier than they normally start, West Coast time. And I'm like, well, that's a little weird. Is somebody they adding a fight or something? No. In between the early prelims and the prelims, they had a 20-minute break. So if you were in the arena... You know, go to the can, concession stand, buy shirts that I forgot at home. I got it for the guys, by the way. Yeah. And they make an announcement that, hey, for the next 20 minutes, you're going to be in the movie Roadhouse. And Jake Gyllenhaal is going to come out. They fired up Metallica and had him do the walkout. People were like, this is insane. So what would have been a 20-minute wall for those of us who were there for all 13, 14 fights ended up twice being in this movie filming and all the stuff that hit the web of Hall winning the fight, they filmed that scene a couple times. And so you're in the arena and they did the Michael Buffer announcement. Like I'm, it was like, it was setting up for a real fight. Chris Tyone, who's a real MMA referee. Like they didn't bring in another MMA ref. It was, let's use a real guy. Right. So they put him in the middle and people in the crowd started murmuring. Oh, are they really going to fight? Are they really going to fight? Tyone calls them in, and people are like, oh, my God, what are they <laughs> going to do? Gyllenhaal is going to actually fight somebody? Seriously, like you thought one of the world was going to go down. So anyway, they do a couple of scenes. One of them was... All choreographed, obviously. Very much right? so, okay. right? But Gyllenhaal was in, in control. You know, put the camera over here, that kind of thing, all that stuff. It wasn't a dink about it. And they got one where he's up against the cage. And then they got the guy who's like, you know, giving him shots or whatever. And then they had Gyllenhaal doing the comeback. And he kind of knocks him down with a, a pseudo-flying knee. And then he goes to punch him a couple of times. Tayoni pulls him off. He goes back, hits him again. So you know that Gyllenhaal ends up winning the fight in the movie in the end. I mean, that kind of got spoiled unless they had some sort of, I don't know, gimmick schnabitz going on. And they're going to fool everybody come when the movie gets done. But people in the building were like, Holy crap, in both instances, it was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be, it's like being extra in the movie. Now, they may never see her or whatever, but it was awesome. to Honestly, Christian, I was fascinated by the whole thing, the cinematography. Like, they did the same thing where Jake Gyllenhaal beat the bag out of the opponent on the, on the ground, but it was shot it from one angle, then shot it from behind the ref. Then turned around and shot it again. And then Gyllenhaal at one point is like directing people to move them all around. And he's like, all right, let's do this one more time. People were in different positions. It was like the guy could see it. It was unbelievably awesome. I have to say, it killed 20 minutes like that. And then during the, I can't remember, it's a long day. can't remember if it was right before the pay-per-view or after the second fight. I think it was after the second fight on the pay-per-view. There was a little bit of time in there where they cranked up Enter Sandman and had Hall walk to the ring one time with a full building in the pay-per-view people. But it was literally, cue the song, let it play a little bit. He did a walkout, and then him and everybody else turned and ran back. And then 30 seconds later, you hear the stuff that they play 
but before a fight, there's a you know, UFC kind of like has their music and intro and the fight and da da da. They literally hit that. But I'm telling you, I don't know how the movie's going to turn out. I know my big ass ain't going to be in it. My kids are just going to be like, whoa, 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 what do you mean? What do you mean no, you're not going to be we in it? Where, I don't you know, know if they're doing crowd shots or see, anything like that. But See, when you told crazy. me yeah. that uh, they're, they're, first of all, one, they were going to remake the classic Patrick Swayze movie, Roadhouse. Yeah. Sam Elliott, Patrick Swayze, bouncers, and all that stuff. Sam Elliott gets gets killed in the end. Just want to give it away. They're going to try and redo this. Spoiler for a 40-year-old movie. Uh, yep, yep. Okay. Uh, and now Jake Gyllenhaal is now playing John Dalton. I thought you were you were gonna tell me. Oh, listen, I'm one of the bouncers that's get that gets in a fight. No, no, like no, you're no, tailor no. made for that for that role. Hey, we coming in here no matter what. <laughs> and then he like then he like hits you in the chest and like you know your heart stops or something crazy. Yeah, like that, that would happen. Yeah, in real life. Yeah, but you'll probably we you know you probably will. See, do you know you you obviously you remember where you're sitting, right? Oh God, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, wow, it's gonna 10, be interesting. We're gonna have our own version of where's Waldo, but where's Gresh? One oh uh section uh one oh five row C seats one through five. Interesting. And the extra seat, big, big help. Oh yeah. I mean Huge I, I'm help. assuming well listen, you already told us that you had one butt cheek on each seat. I was able to uh spread out a little bit or whatever. The sour patch kids, every time I get up, the chair would plop them down on the ground. I'd have to pick the bag back up. But no, it was fantastic. Saw some ESPN people near there as well because we were right, right beside there. But anyway. We're going to find uh, out when this movie comes out. I tried to, I think it said late 2023 is what they went with. But clearly, like, Conor McGregor's involved. And I will say this. And somebody in the Twitch chat, I don't know if Dana White really oh, said this. Oh, I can this. see the pictures of it here. So, Holy cow, dude. He is Yes, he's he's got like abs for Holy days, man. Cow, what's wrong with this guy? Well, you know what it is. Uh, Boston Puckhead in the Twitch chat said uh, Dana White quote, "I don't think he's been USADA tested," which is oh, kind of true. God, so uh, looked great. But anyway, so that was the little uh, like sidebar of the uh, the little sidebar of the old uh, story oh, yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, he wins. and how they made that. Oh, we got it up on Twitch right now. Oh yeah, yeah. Holy, uh, what is I wrong mean, with him? He's jacked, dude. Absolute and and the guy who I think is playing the opponent who went in as the champion, I think used to be an MMA fighter, then became an actor. So anyway, right. uh, it was pretty interesting. Oh, it, can't it, wait for that to come well, out. Well, but normally Gresh. at the end of those like faux weigh-ins, it's like, all right, we'll see you later. And they're like, oh, it's Connor F and McGregor, and like it got everybody's attention. Nice, just like it would get the attention of all of us around here. Faux yay, huh? That if you are buying into Tom Brady potentially coming back. One of two scenarios could happen. The quarterbacks in the AFC East could be Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers with the Jets, and maybe Tom Brady with the Dolphins. And let's say that Tom Brady doesn't come back for you. Eh? Yeah. I know the Miami doesn't own their own first-round pick. So that might be an impediment in terms of trying to find a way to get Lamar Jackson. So I don't know about the legalities and once you tag someone i don't see any reason why the ravens couldn't cut a deal with the dolphins if the dolphins were so inclined so could it be that aaron Rodgers and tom brady added in this division to josh allen or on the low end it's lamar jackson and aaron Rodgers added to josh allen that the patriots have to compete against i think year? i think the low end the real end, and not even exaggerate. I think that I think the Aaron Rodgers thing is going to happen. I do too. Okay, so Woody Johnson doesn't send his private jet out to California to meet with Aaron Rodgers 
first of all, you can't do it unless the Green Bay Packers give them permission. He is under contract. He's not a free agent. He hasn't been cut. So they have already had to, hey, listen, you know what? Hey, listen, go ahead, have your fun, see if you can convince him to, to, to play for you because he's not going to lose any money. Mm-hmm. The, the Green Bay Packers end up getting some sort of compensation. So that's going to happen. So at the least, you're going to have two teams with high-level MVP-type quarterbacks in Aaron Rodgers. That alone is enough. If you really want to get feel and just really make it uncomfortable, then you throw in a Lamar Jackson, which I think probably won't happen. But even with that... That's a tough out. Even just adding Rodgers is just adding Rodgers. Two legit top teams. Top. If that happens, let's assume it does, which I think it will. Right there, you have uh, a top two five top two top five teams in your division. Mm-hmm. I would put them in. I would put them. I mean, sure, why not? Top six, maybe. But Buffalo being Buffalo, the the Jets suddenly being the number maybe a number one contender. And then the Patriots being whatever they turn into. If you're in the Jets, though, don't you have to be a little worried that for a guy like Rodgers, who can just up and retire at any time and almost dances the dance in the offseason now every year, if you're the Jets, you have to be a little like leery of the, oh, I'm going to send two or three first-round picks to go get this guy. And what if after a year he decides... Goes back into the dark room? Oh, I'm 40, I'm done. Yeah. And yeah, goes into the dark room and this time emerges and says, I'm going to ride off what into would the you, sunset. What would you ask Aaron Rodgers? Okay, you get on the jet, you fly out there, and basically your concern is 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 real. What would you... Like, what, what question would you have to ask him? If I were the uh, if I were the GM, it'd be different than if I were the owner. Well, why? If I'm, because if I'm the owner, you do work for me. The general manager needs Aaron Rodgers. The owner, you could say, well, the owner needs Aaron Rodgers. But the owner will never portray that they need Aaron Rodgers. That, to me, is the whole separation of being the owner. It is the, well, I'm the final say. Oh, you have a problem with the GM? Okay, well, you can talk to me about it, and I'll tell you the exact same thing. There are not a lot of owners that do that. Joe Sy, obviously, being one of them down in Brooklyn, where he was like, no, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that. He did some of it. But it's the whole, you're not going to come in and tell me what to do. So if I'm the owner, I have one question for Aaron Rodgers. Okay, go. One. What is it? Are you going to give me three years? I want you to look me in the face and tell me that if I make this move, I'm getting three years out of you. Because ultimately, the buck stops with me. And I got no problem paying you. But if I'm going to give up compensation, I don't want you coming to me next year with the, I'm going to walk away. So if you can look me, Aaron, in the eye. And don't be fuck me and tell me that you're going to be here for multiple years. Then we're very interested in you. Well, uh, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, the first thing I would say is, uh, uh, do I have to say it with a straight face? Well, and then you know what? And then I would say, (laughs) have fun in Green Bay. Uh, No, the other question would be, okay, what, what did you learn from your darkness retreat? What did it tell you? Do you have any clarity? In out of the darkness, can you see clearly now? See, it's interesting. What was that? That's Could a GM. Tell me. To me, that's a GM question because it is the, hey, how did you emerge out of that? Yeah. The owner just wants the answer. And if you're the owner, it is the, you know, like again, Aaron Rodgers, multimillionaire. Guy in the room that owns the Jets, multi-billionaire. They've See, got to portray things a little differently when you're talking to some of these dudes. And you don't have to be a dink, but you do still have to remind them. You know, I once heard a phrase down at Gillette Foyer oh, yeah. that said 
Sometimes people need to be reminded that they're just renters around here. Really? And I think there are many more NFL owners that think that way uh, than not. And I think there are, again, if there are 31 of them who look at an owner and say, you idiot, what are you giving a guy a fully guaranteed contract for? Here's the thing. What are they really break? It, it doesn't even matter. Because what they need to know is this year was a darkness retreat. Next year, it's going to be shark diving to figure out what he wants to do with his Ooh. career. Okay, it, it's going to be if, if 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 whatever the next extreme thing is, free diving down in like I don't know wherever with sharks. He'll be in Sharknado. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Hey, I I'm ar- I'm around for it twice a year against the Jets. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, he doesn't get any better than that. I'm uh, I'm with you on that, and I don't think Belichick is necessarily afraid of uh, Rodgers. No, I don't think he is plus, either. Plus, there's also the coaching with the Jets, which might have to be revisited after Rodgers is there a year. Are You Done brings it home next. WEI, WEI, New England Sports Original. No matter where you work from these days, take Gresh and Fourier with you on the Odyssey app. Favorite WEI. Now, it's time for... Are you done? Are, are you done? Are you done? Are you done? You done, right? You done, right? Are you done? Are you done? On Crash and Fourier. Are You Done is brought to us from our great friends at Unified Office. If you run a business, you know the rough impact the labor shortage can have on your customer's phone experience. Unified Office specializes in keeping businesses from losing incoming customer calls and revenue. Learn more at unifiedoffice.com. Don't forget mobile sports betting coming to Massachusetts this Friday, March 10th. Before you place that first bet, check out BetQL. It's your one-stop shop for sports betting with insights designed to help you beat the books. Text BET to 37937 for a link to a special page for Massachusetts bettors. That's BET to 37937. Message and data rates may apply. Billy Lanny, are you done? I'm not. Uh, yesterday, Gresh, I, I reported about a 60-something-year-old guy who set the world record for push-ups in 24 hours at like 3,200. Oh, Greg Hill challenged him? Nuts, right? Oh. So I got another one for you today because this is when we were talking about how miserable pull-ups are. Yeah. Oh. So this guy, Christian, 24 hours, 8,008 pull-ups. It's insane. And he broke the record with three and a half hours to spare. What? Yeah. So he set the record, had an extra three and a half hours to spare after he broke the record. The original record was seventy, what, 7,715. See, again, I, I, I guess if you're... If you're bored and you know willing to devote yourself to that, that seems like something that I would want nothing to do with, like a pull-up competition, which is the worst exercise for most men anywhere. Right, you got to be a different kind of health freak to be consistently right? good at pull-ups. And I would say there's actually two types of pull-ups. There's the normal pull-up that you see the army guys do, and then there's what they call a kip, which is basically the way we all, when we were in, in grammar school. So yeah, his these we ones. Okay, so chin-ups are palms in, pull-ups are palms out. Uh, yeah, I guess. Because okay, I have his, no his, idea. His, his, are, his are palm out pull ups. How many pull ups do you think you do, Gresh? Right now, like right now, if you had to do a pull up, none. I couldn't do a. I don't think I could do one. I honestly, God, don't think I could do one. The machine at the gym. There's a, a machine at the gym that allows you to stack weights. Yeah, that's weights, the one I get on. Pin all the way at the bottom. 
Yeah, and you kind of kneel on it and so, it yep. pushes you up. I got to put that pin all the way at the bottom just so I have like a smooth motion yeah. while I'm doing it. I would flail like a crazy person. I wouldn't be able to Pull-ups are able to, rough. Wouldn't be able to do one. Not no. a million years. Gun Whatever that couldn't happen. What's that? Isn't that like the, you know, the president's like workout routine, like testing for American kids? Oh my god, those are the worst. I the, <laughs> my gym teacher's like, you got to climb the rope to up there. I'm yeah, like, that's that not, rope? I'm like, that's not happening. He goes, <laughs> yeah. "All right, he goes, just move up." And like all I did was like move up a couple knots and just kind of hung they there. Passed you. I'm like done. <laughs> he knew it. I knew it. I'm like, there's no way because the rope was like all the way to the yeah. ceiling of a gym, and then there was a white flag tied around the yeah. top. And he's like, just get up to that, and you'll be good. I'm like, I, well, that changed. That we had to touch our toes. We didn't even have to climb. That is a rope. literally not happening. I see those ropes years. in schools today, and I go, what what waiver are these kids signing in order to to allow this PE coach to allow them to climb up there? Right, so like they get down, mat, they rip not off even. A wall yeah, like, to put on the ground. Right, you have an inch crash mat on the bottom, <laughs> yeah, so that's like you're coming down me. 15 feet. Doesn't if I came down sense. 15 feet from the ground, I need a lot yeah, more no. than a quarter inch blue mat. Yeah. yeah, but the question is: Are you doing the Democratic presidential physical fitness test or the Republican uh, I think it's, uh, I think presidential? Because that's what matters, Promoted right, people? Arnold. Three seven ninety three seven. Here they come! Nah, <laughs> what's the difference? Yeah, you I think? Need, I need the independent one. Oh, there you go. I need that's the green right. party. I need the green challenge. party one. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That that might be our kind of party, as uh, I mean, <laughs> as uh, what Mike Singletary would say. Yeah. Chicken Nick, are you, are you done? done? Are, are you done? I are am done. done. I have I'm nothing done. to add today. Are you done? Are, Look at that! Back done? to back. Um, she got nothing. Uh, me? I mean, listen. I, do you have something? Yeah. Oh, you go. Why don't you go? Because mine is like something by some some Are billionaire who's selling Are his yacht. Oh wow! Yeah, no big deal. Oh, oh I yeah. think I saw this one. Yeah, it's a yes. hefty price tag. On yeah, it. yeah. Sean Cond, owner of the Jaguar, selling his two hundred million dollar yacht. Well, maybe, for a three hundred million dollar yacht. Maybe giving his kid all that money for AEW wrestling might have uh, drained the funds a little bit. Uh, I guess I'll just leave with this because I don't know. People can read into it what they want. Uh, apparently, DeAndre Hopkins was on the uh, Pat McAfee show today, and uh, they asked D-Hop if he had seen the headlines of teams wanting his services. Here was his quote. I'm going to go make it worth it. I'm going to do my job. Ooh, message. Message. Is that That's what we're saying here, right? Message. I think there are going to be a lot of people that are going to read into it. Yeah. Yeah. Does DeAndre Hopkins... <laughs> want to come to New England. Yeah. Mac Jones is apparently terrible, according to all the fans. Why would a man, the stature of DeAndre Hopkins, want to come here to New England? It is one of the greatest unsolved mysteries. Well, well it, the key is, let's find out if uh, Matthew Judon liked that or not. If he did, then you probably have your answer because well, it seems like he's the one recruiting all these guys as, again. As of, uh, I'll have to find the original tweet. I guess we'll have to do some, fr- you know what? That looks like a good project for you to work on tonight. See who liked tweets on DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> Get ready for that text, Nick. Saying no. I'm a, yeah. <laughs> no, I will be watching uh, uh, hey, Wisconsin and Ohio uh, State. Hey, hey Terp, uh, do you think in the next five minutes you can break down all 17,000 likes on this tweet? <laughs> Figure out who is in there. The other guys do it. <laughs> I mean, uh, is that like that's a hard thing to do? do huh? You, you're 21 years old. You, you all you doing is on your phone. You think Greg asked that of Chris Curtis? No. Okay. No. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if like they were asking uh, Terp or uh, or Nick to do that. <laughs>
Uh, hey, can we borrow? Can we borrow your guys? Uh, oh, you think I hide until eight thirty? Oh, morning, so smart, right? Uh, smart. It is. True. If you act like you have nothing to do, they're going to try and give you some of their work to do. Uh, I get right in that control room, shut the door. Yep, we got work to do. Damn it! Uh, tomorrow, Razor with us at eleven to yeah. talk some hockey. We'll have a Celtics game to review, more Patriots to preview. Hopefully more winning bets on another primetime parlay. And great to be back together once again. Chicken Nick and Billy produced it. If something went wrong, blame them. Foyer and I will see you tomorrow at 10 a.m. Jones and Mega are next. Are you done? Are, are you done? Are you done? Okay. Okay. Are you done? You done, right? You done, right? Are you done? Are you done? Okay. Okay. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.